Hi, hello, I'm Pastor B. Welcome to my channel if you're watching on um, YouTube or to my page if you're watching on any of my social media platforms. I'll really love you to hit the subscribe button and the bell icon to get notified when I upload subsequent videos um, in this series or like my page or follow me as well on social media platforms. I'm running a series called The Power of Imagination and, um, and please catch up with other previous episodes as well. So you have the introduction and the background to this subject we are looking at. So the first story I want to look at from the Bible is in Genesis 11 verse 6. This is the story surrounding the Tower of Babel. And the Bible says in verse 6 of Genesis 11, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Now, I love this so much. This is God speaking, and we should take his word for it. If God said, Whatever you imagine, act on it, you will achieve. It is so, so simple. And one of the things that makes this possible is unity and oneness. They have one language, talking about one confession or one speech. Number three, action. This they begin to do. Now, talking about the power of imagination, and I just tell you how to imagine things, without telling you that you need to act on it, I have deceived you. Imagination is one, action is another. They all need to work together. Now, before action and imagination, you have to be one, have to be one on your inside. What does that mean? Whatever you're saying and whatever you're imagining should be the same. As not other people that are believing God to be healed, they confess the scriptures, they confess all the healing scriptures, but they still have pictures in their mind of being sick. They tell them, okay, get up and do this or do that. They'll be like, no, I can't. That means they have not fully believed that they are healed because if they believe that they are healed, they will act as if they are. Are you getting my point? And Satan knows this and he ensures you don't get your healing or manifest your healing rather by constantly bombarding your mind with negative pictures. He will show you sick. He will show you dead. He will show people gathering for your funeral. He will paint pictures in your mind opposite what you have believed or you're believing for. Because he knows that once your heart and your mind is in harmony with what you're believing for, is in harmony with your confession, that miracle will happen. He knows that. So he brings conflict on your inside. So your speech, your confession will not align with the pictures of your mind. I'm moving on in this episode to look at Abraham. And um, just, well, I say caveat, I won't be able to say everything I know as we look at the different characters regarding this topic because I want to make this video as short as possible. If you have questions or some clarifications, please don't hesitate to hit me up on social media and I'll be on hand to help you um, along your way um, in creating your miracles and um, getting the needed result you desire. Abraham, we know a lot about Abraham and um, the father of faith, so I won't say so much about Abraham. 
in that regard us by introducing him but god made a lot of promises to abraham you see that in genesis chapter 12 genesis chapter 15 genesis chapter 17 God promised him a whole lot but it appeared as if abraham had a lot of challenges coping with those promises moving from the promise to the product for abraham took him several years when god met him first he was 75 when he had a child he was 100 so within a space of 25 years something was not just right and i believe i know what it is abraham struggled a lot in his mind to grasp the concept that a woman whose womb is dead like romans chapter 4 told us and he too who is so old and probably his system as regarding reproduction was greatly hampered by age would have a child not just having a child will be a father of nations so it was a big problem for him so whenever he struggled with that i believe that god started working on his mind and his imagination god told him look at the sand as a portrait he said see as the sand is innumerable so will your seed be and when it is dark at night that he cannot look at the sand to paint those pictures for himself god said fine so look up at the stars as the stars are innumerable so would your seed be god was constantly putting those pictures before abraham to help his soul align with his word god now took a took it a step further because in this process of your, the power of your imagination there is something else that must be in place which is confession listen to the first episode i talk a little bit about that what did god do god changed his name from abram to abraham from exalted father to the father of many nations also changed sarai's name to sarah god now knew that if they can imagine them enjoying those promises god has made to them if they can imagine themselves as the father and mother of nations, they need to start confessing it. One language. So when Abraham calls Sarah and Sarah calls Abraham, they are confessing that they are mother and father of nations. When people call him Abraham, they are confessing mother and father of many nations. And there's something about confession. What you confess and say long enough, you will start believing. They say that if you tell a lie long enough, you will start believing it. And that is so true. And God was doing all of this to help Abraham align with his promise. So the child will come. And you can tell a lot of things went on. Even got to a point that he had to take his wife's maid to procreate. But that wasn't what God promised him. And when he did that, God was silent for about 14 years. God never said anything because when Ishmael was born, Abraham was um, 83 or 85 um, years old. God never said a word again till he was 99. God kept short because the struggle in his mind was so much. So God painted all these pictures for Abraham, hoping that he will align his soul and his mind with his word now back to romans chapter 4 
um, Bible talking about Abraham said like God, that Abraham like God, who colored those things that be not as though they were. Like God, he's talking about functioning like God. Now I'll take you back to Genesis chapter 1 where man was created. The Bible said that man was created in God's image and like God in his likeness. That tells me something. God also functions like that. I'm going to say something which I'm going to give an entire episode in this series subsequently later. Do you know God also creates like that? God first sees anything he wants to create in his imagination. Then he comes down and creates it. There's a big difference between Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. Everything that happened in Genesis chapter 1, which the Bible made clear to us that God saw and was God saw and he was pleased with what he saw. Most of those things were in his mind. They were not physical. Man was created in chapter 1, but the physical man was created in chapter 2. Animals were created in chapter 1, but the physical animals were created in chapter 2. The plants and the vegetation were created in chapter 1, but the physical plants and vegetation were created in chapter 2. Like I said, I'm going to give that an entire episode. So what I'm teaching you is what God does. And if we're created like God and we do what God does, like God, calling those things that be not, we will have the God kind of results. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to go deep into that. Let me wrap this up because my five minutes, I believe, is up. In that same Hebrews chapter 11, there's something I want to bring up to you. Now, Abraham got so um, skilled in using his imagination that his faith became so strong in God. A good example is Isaac. You know the story. God told Abraham to try him to kill Isaac. And he woke up early, woke up Isaac, they gathered wood, he put it on his head, and went out with a couple of servants, headed to Mount Moriah. In the mind of Abraham, before he made that journey, I'm sure something happened. What happened? Abraham, the Bible told us in Hebrews chapter 11, that Abraham saw Isaac come back to life. He said, the Bible said that Abraham, knew that God was able to bring his son back to life. That tells me something. In the mind of Abraham, Isaac was already dead. He killed Isaac in his mind before commencing the journey. So in his mind, they will get to Moriah. He will tie him up. He will put him on the wooden altar. He will slay him. Now listen to why I'm telling this story. We all know that the dead can come back to life. It is everywhere in the Bible. Jesus brought a lot of people back from the dead. Elisha did. Elijah did. A lot of prophets did. But see what Elijah, sorry, see what Abraham saw in his mind. Remember, God did not ask for Isaac to be killed. God asked for Isaac to be sacrificed. So in the mind of Abraham, his son has been killed. He lit him on fire and burnt him to ashes. And the Bible said that Abraham knew that God was able to bring him back to life. So I believe in the mind of Abraham, when Isaac had burnt to ashes, he saw ashes come back to life because he believed that God would do it. How would you have built this power of imagination so greatly in your mind to that extent where you believe that ashes 
will come back to life. That is why Abraham is the father of faith. Faith? Why are you talking about faith, pastor? This is not faith. You're talking to us about the power of imagination. What is the connection with your imagination and faith? And I'll see, take you back to Hebrews 11. Verse 1 says something. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Substance of things hoped for. What is hope? Hope is your imagination. Hope are those pictures of your mind. Without those pictures of your mind, there is nothing faith can act on. Ponder this, and I'll see you at the next episode. Please subscribe if you've not. Like my page if you've not, so you'll get notified when the next in the series is uploaded. I love you. I'll see you at the next one. Bye. Subscribe to his blog on www.pastorobi.com. You can also donate to support his radio show on the website. You can support his podcast on anchor.fm slash pastorobi. Check pastorobi at pastorcob on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. He will love it if you leave a review for him on this platform. Just concluded Thank the you, first God bless you. half of the book, the section written by my dad, Reverend Azukobi, and we are about to get into the appendices, the section written by me. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books and PastorObi.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorObi.com. The links are in this post. Please like this post and share. Thank you.